The mood is right. The spirit's up. We're here tonight. And that's enough. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> that was good. That was nice. perfect. Nice. Right. You guys, you guys handle that like pros, yeah, man. We are pros. Career like, change. You were just <laughs> yeah. like, just stopped right there. Okay, we need a song. Open up the show. Let's get started. That's it. Done. <laughs> That's it. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the construction life. Thank, Thank you for having us. Uh, yeah, really it's kind of good that it didn't snow. Oh, yeah. Well, it did a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Did you have the salt? Well, I do residential, so. Okay. Yeah, we don't salt, but um, I live in Keswick. Okay. And uh, we had some big drifts in Keswick. So I got about, like in some spots, 10, 15 centimeters. So there was and then Yeah, well, yeah, the further, and then, <laughs> then you get on the highway, and then the further you drive south, the less and less snow. And then my route is a little bit further south, which is ideal. So I, I can never go based off of what I see outside. I always have to make some phone calls. I call my mom. So you did have <laughs> to plow. Then. No, I didn't plow. Okay, but no. the, so there was some areas that were and weren't? Or like well, where I live, I had to plow my house. But my route, I did not plow. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. So And nothing yeah. from where you're well, coming from. No, we didn't get any snow. Well, we got some, maybe a couple centimeters. So who was lying here? The weather network or who was lying on? Yeah, the weather network. They always lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were saying, what, five to ten centimeters? Five to ten. We got, we got notifications. So for all you Americans out there, that's... Uh, two to four inches. Two to four inches. Yeah, yeah that's what it is, right? Hmm. But didn't snow, so you guys are here. We're here. Yeah. Thank you very awesome. much yeah. for coming. Yeah. Oh, our yeah, pleasure. Glad to be here. I want to. I want to just I, let me share the deets for you guys. So I got Rocco and Nick here. How do you, D'Angelo, and then Nick? How do you pronounce your last name? Uh, it's Suhanyuk. Suhanyuk. Yeah. And I know how to spell here because Rocco yeah. told me that. It. <laughs> it's a crazy. <laughs> it's spell, like, yeah. So S O U K H A N I O U K. Yeah, I think that's it. What's the background again? It's Ukrainian. Yours Italian, is you're Italian. Filipino. Filipino Italian. Yeah. Okay. You got good food on both ends. Oh, yeah. 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 Not saying that there's bad food no, there. No, there's bad food. <laughs> <laughs> Owner and operator, guys, uh, NRX Landscaping, Inc., and the phone number to reach them is 647-622-1486. On IG, you'll find them, which is at uh, NRX underscore Landscaping. Email to reach them is info at NRXLandscaping.com. And then on uh, their website is www.NRXLandscaping.com. And you guys are on Facebook as well, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yep. it. Let me do, I got to do a couple of shout outs. Uh, first off, Don, uh, Donnie Dosko's uh, hoodie that he made for me when I went to Montreal to record a bunch of shows. Nice. I think this is like two years now it's going on where I drove to Montreal and we recorded like six shows there oh, wow. just to get, it was mostly brickies, Italian guys, old school guys and yeah, yeah. conversation. So I was like, let's set it up, let's do it and then get it out there, which is great. Some of it was in French. Most of it was in Italian. A lot of it was in English. <laughs> right on. And everyone understood what we were saying. So... <laughs> <laughs> I want to do some thanks outs uh, because I just want to let people know uh, people have been leaving some comments on iTunes and I just don't know exactly who they are, but I'm grateful that they are leaving uh, some, some comments, which is great. So let me just share them. I got uh, Sloney, Sloney 85 or something like that, which is shining a light on the important industry. TCL is a great podcast. The trades and construction are as important as ever and the perspectives and insight from everything within and around the construction industry is welcomed. Manny is a great host, capable of caring, entertaining and informative conversation with anybody very much uh, enjoy listening and then i've got uh oh, this is all printed i can't even read it i'm sorry someone else what an amazing podcast this podcast has made a big impact on my life time
time after time driving to work. I learn something or just listening while working. Manny has a wide range of knowledge. And if it if he doesn't know something, he doesn't hesitate to ask the question, which is so true. Uh, there is so much knowledge out there for us to grasp. And this podcast makes us make it possible for us to slap around and engineer ideas. So I want to thank the people that are leaving comments, which is great. And the show's growing and I appreciate it. Uh, just one more shout out. A text message from John uh, sent me last night. Hey, Manny, huge fan of the podcast. I'm a business owner from Ontario who now lives in Ohio. I do small remodels and I've been doing a lot more tile tile jobs lately and uh, mostly self-taught tile installers. So I really enjoy the tile episodes where you guys start out knowing nothing and become great installers. We've had plenty of those guys on the show. Uh, that being said, I'm going to do a few shower installs for a women's addiction center called newlifecanada.org. And I was wondering if you had any connections with tile companies who might want to donate some tile materials or even labor, even if you had some contacts. I know you're a busy guy, so I can make the phone calls. Oh, where's the rest of this? Sorry. <laughs> uh, the center is 15 minutes north of Belleville, Ontario. Any help is appreciated. Thanks, John. Uh, John Hogan. I'm totally, I'm gonna, I responded back to him uh, this morning, and I'm going to let him know about some contacts that I have regarding tiling. But now I want to talk over to you guys, man. So cool. how old is NRX now? Uh, we started unofficially 2015, and then we incorporated... I guess 2016 would it be the like over 2016. No, 2015. It, no, no. We started. We had our like first project 2016. Yeah, yeah. In, in April. <laughs> <laughs> to get your story straight, while Legally? we're interrogating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one. Let's say. Let's say 2015. End of 2015. How do you guys know each other? Friends. We're just friends. Yeah, same circles of groups. Uh, a lot of my friends from high school. And did you guys know each other that you guys wanted to get into one of the difficult trades? Well, this is what I, I've been doing this <laughs> since um, I was in university. So I, when I was 18, after high school, I was looking for a summer job. And I started working, doing some hardscaping, like really kind of simple stuff, doing some lift and relays, but for another company. And then uh, I was doing that throughout while I was in university. Uh, I graduated university. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> what were you studying? I did. Uh, I have an undergrad in law and society uh, from, from York. Comes in handy in construction? No. <laughs> no, okay. not at all. No. Ask me one thing about mostly theory or what? It's Just yeah, it's like it's mostly, it's mostly theory. theory. Yeah. How so law affects society? I think. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know, but I have a degree in it. So. Okay. All right. Well, maybe it'll come in handy one day. One day. Yeah. You can one carry day. a conversation there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So I, I got a job at a at a bank. I was a financial advisor at Scotia Bank in 2012. Okay. And then I uh, I lost that job. And then the, literally the next day after I lost the job, I just started knocking on doors. And I had to a do hardscape. To do hardscape. Well, I, I would knock, I would just go on streets. I would just walk by if I saw some some pavers that were kind of unlevel and heaving. I would just knock on their door and say, hey, this is what I'm offering. Um, we would do a lot of, uh, we bought a bunch of aerators actually. And we would, yeah. Yeah. So the lawn aerating. Yeah, well, we like we had we knew that plan. Like the other guys doing that, but we just wanted to copy it, and it was yeah, it was fruitful. It was financially. There was lots of people that needed it or want. Well, they bought it. Yeah, it was more of like a selling gig. So okay. we were just like we we Rocco and I would actually we did this for a couple seasons as well in the, like April. Um, it, for, it, just for one year. Yeah, it was a good way to get our name out there. Like we gave 100%. our we gave our cards to everyone, so we would knock on every door, give our cards to everyone, and that kind yeah. of. Does everybody that gets into hardscaping or landscaping start in the glorious summer months? 
Because I don't know of anybody, I haven't mm-hmm. met anybody that started in that trade, those two trades in the winter months. No. Preparing for the summer months, I guess. Yeah. It's not worth it to have those door knocking going on in the dead of winter going Well, on. actually, you know what? We never, we never really thought about it. Because once we started working, once we started our first we jobs, we were busy. We just started our first projects in, in April. We never... Uh, it was very rare that we did any kind of marketing. I don't think we've ever actually paid for marketing of any kind. Just door knocking, word Just of mouth. Just door knocking, yeah. giving yeah. out yeah. business cards. We did a lot of door knocking. So we were, so every single, so let's say we would aerate 10, 15 lawns a day. And then so, but every single person that we would talk to, we'd have a, even if they said no to the aeration, we'd give them a business card. And if, if we do the aeration, then we have some kind of rapport with the client now. Yeah. So we have a little bit of a conversation. Uh, oh, hey, what else do you guys do? Oh, we noticed that you guys have problems over here. Here's a business card. And we did that for a little while. So we were getting these nice, small, quick projects. Yeah. It, was, it was a good place to start our foundations for yeah. our name. I was curious about, like, I know that lately we've been hearing a lot of people on the show talking about door knocking and they just built businesses from that. And I've always been telling people, listen, man, you literally just have to start approaching people and talking. That's it. Whether that's door knocking or that's you bump into somebody at a place or whatever, like especially the social atmosphere that's going on. You just got to go approach them and talk to them, right? Absolutely. But regarding the door knocking, where do you guys go? You pick a neighborhood, you would park at a certain place and then you would just go down one whole side and... Literally, like, think that you're delivering mail and just knock on every single I would door? Ta- yeah, we would knock. That was it. We would talk <laughs> to people. Yeah, so, like, once you get the hang of it, maybe you get a little, like, in the very beginning, you'd get a little nervous. It's like, oh, what am I going to say? <laughs> yeah. And then it becomes just automatic. You just have these fun conversations. You make fun. Like, it's fun. It's fun yeah. talking to people. It's nice being social. And then you work on your one-minute spiel. Door to door to door. Do you guys remember what the one minute <laughs> pitch <laughs> was like back for the aeration? For the aeration, aeration, right? right? Yeah, for the aeration, I, I would I would lie to them. So I would say <laughs> to them, <laughs> I would say to them, "Hey, I'm just work. I just, I'm going to be working on your neighbor's house. Uh, you're going to be doing the aerating for the lawn for them. I'm just checking to see if after I finish, if I have enough time, <laughs> I can also do your house before I move on. And I actually have a few more houses down the street. So just let me know if you have." Like if I have then a they're about bit. to turn around and close the door and they go, huh, how much are we talking about? Yeah, exactly. I'm closing this or, one. Or they'll just say, no, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Don't you want a nice lawn? That's actually a pretty slick move. I like that. That works. That totally yeah. would work, right? Yeah, and then once, like, you know what? It's it, This is why we're here now. It's we, we never did that whole, like, until maybe... Recently, in the last few years, we did a few sponsored ads on on Instagram and maybe Facebook, but never did any kind of. Did you get any traction from that? Did you get clients reaching out and? We had some people reaching out. Um, uh, we have we've got a lot of projects from Instagram, but not from our sponsored ad. Just in the past couple of years, from our content, just people. Yeah, I mean. I'll be fair. Like, I mean, you guys are doing really good work. Like, when you look at the posts, I haven't seen them in person, but you guys are not doing just standard stuff. No. We want to stand out. We needed to separate because everybody with a pickup truck was going and interlocking. So we knew we needed a stand out. We needed a different business model. Yeah. So who's coming up with the ideas? Because I know you guys are a design build. Are right. you working with designers? Are you guys offering both options? Everything, everything in-house. All in-house, eh? Everything yeah. in-house. So how do you have the conversations? Because I'm going to encourage everybody to go to your page and start looking at yeah, a lot of the stuff, do. right? Where it's like you guys are carving out the numbers. You got car- carving out crosses. You're carving out, you know, mountain peaks. You're carving, you're carving yeah. stone in a modern day, which is actually, very impressive at that point right so how do you guys sell that to the client we would so we would start when we first started doing these designs 
um, it was rare that somebody would approach us with an idea like, hey, can you put a, this number in our, in our wall? <laughs> so we would, we would kind of pitch it to them and we would take a hit on it. It, of course. It, it was yeah. usually on site talking to the client. Like once we developed a kind of a familiar relationship, we would yeah. say, you know what would look really nice here? Put a mountain there. Yeah. And they'd be like, uh, okay. <laughs> and, and we knew that it would look amazing on our social media. So we would, like, it didn't matter to us if it took an extra day, half day. Like we, we. It would drive yeah. consumer interest. Exactly. Yeah. We you would know look that at it, it as an investment yeah. towards our future. You were never really making money profit wise. We were on not those details, no. right? Not at the beginning. Because <laughs> sure I was not. like looking at it, going, "Yeah, I know exactly how long that takes." When you're taking a yeah. quick cut and you're carving out a piece yeah. of stone yeah. to yeah. make the actual board, soldier yeah, course to go did. around it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They take, <laughs> it takes a long time. Like for the mountain, we did. A, there's a couple of videos of. Um, of how the process and it was you literally had to lay out the whole thing like three or four different times yeah it, it's it takes a long it's time it's almost like silk screening man for stone yeah you're doing layers yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, exactly yeah. what it is that's exactly yeah. what it is yeah. because, but the thing is you're silk screening stone like you're carving out stone every yeah. layer right and like not just like thin stone these are like three inch pavers like yeah it's it's uh it's time consuming but we have a, a group of guys that that really like are into it as well. So young guys, young guys, yeah. We have uh, one guy. Uh, his name is Kevin, and he's been with us since the beginning, twenty sixteen. So he was, I guess, seventeen or eighteen when he started. Okay, yeah. he's yeah. incredible. So he's still a young guy. He's twenty six. He's incredible, and he's been learning as he's been going along with yeah, you guys. Yeah, he's probably like, in my opinion, one of the best there yeah. is. Yeah. And he's passionate about it, which is great. Like he's well, okay making the extra. Yeah, yeah. and the extra then the, the way that we do our hiring is we kind of let hey Kevin get, get some <laughs> of your buddies to come on board. Because we know, interested? well, we know what Kevin's like. Kevin's really responsible. He's like, if you, if he was your son, you would be proud, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then so that's how. And then I said, Kevin, you probably have a really good group of friends. Let's let's see what they have to bring into the company. Were they? They were amazing. Yeah. All. Of them. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys lucked out. We lucked out. Huge. Yeah. We definitely count our blessings. Yeah. <laughs> so how yeah. many people on the crew now? Uh, it's depending on what time of the year it is. Right now, uh, just five. Okay. Um, but at times uh, in the summer when before they go back to school, we have upwards eight, nine, eight, nine guys. And we have yeah. two crews going on. It's a dirty job. Like, I mean, I know yeah. you guys are still conscious of PPE and everything like that, but it's still a dirty job when you guys come in. Mounds of skids of material, yeah. raw, squares. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you guys come in and start laying everything out, right? And, right. and get working on it. But it's it's not the easiest job for a late teen, early 20-year-old yeah. individual, right? Employees are, they're very hard to find. Like nobody wants to get their hands dirty. Nobody wants to go home muddy. Yeah, uh, but I, I got to say for, like our, for what we do, it's not... It's different. It's different from the guys that are just putting out a drive in a day. Yeah, you guys are pushing a little, like, this will be a great opportunity to pull this idea off. Exactly. Yeah. But it's also, yeah. like, it's it's labor intensive, but it's not as labor intensive on your back. Let's say you're not, I'm not I don't have the guys just taking, like, pavers off the skids and just laying them down nonstop, nonstop all day. That's tough. That's tough on the back. That gets you really sore. So there's there's time to break. Okay, you sit down. Well, you mark everything out. You, you look at everything, make sure everything fits. It, it's not... If it gets a little bit easier on the body, yeah, there's a lot more mental thought involved. But like physically, it's not as intensive as some of the guys that really push out a lot of volume. Yeah, we yeah. try and flex our creative muscles quite a bit more on site. Yeah, well. I would I would last longer in your business and your business model and how you guys have done yeah, it for sure. because of the creative components that you're attaching to standardized stuff, right? Yes. It's not a standard 
paver. It's not a standard anything when you look at it versus a company that just pumps out the driveways, pumps out the walkways. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're like, this is boring. It's like, this is another one. I it's get boring. It. Yeah. That's, that's why it's not like I, I can't. When I, and I see the companies that do that, I, I don't understand how they can stay in the business. Volume, for, I guess it's just it's volume. Just, well, it's, yeah, well, I get exactly. it. I get it. it's a business, but there's no like there's no passion there. I, I don't like for me. I'm I'm so passionate about what I do. It's like I I live and breathe it. I I dream about it. I think about it at night. I go home. I look at other people's landscapes. I'm I get really excited about it. I love. I love, love, love what I do. Yeah, Nick Nick does most of the designs, and you can see his creative and his passion come out in the designs. <laughs> you guys are still on the tools, and you're carving, and you're yeah. laying? You're both yeah, not as rip. much. Yeah, for sure yeah, not as but much. you guys are still there, huh? But we're still there, yeah. Techno metal post screw piles are installed by our trained certified professionals using specially designed hydraulic machines. The piles are augered in until they reach a specified torque and depth, allowing our installers to determine the load bearing capacity for the structure. Helical pile foundations are made from hollow structural steel HHS that is compliant with ASTM A500 grade C. They are designed, tested, fabricated, and installed in compliance with Canadian, European, and U.S. building codes. When compared to bolted coupling and similar products, TMP's fully welded couplings ranked above the others and provided maximum strength, rigidity, and enhanced buckling resistance. Different shaft and helical blade sizes are available to accommodate the needs of structural support and site soil conditions. Our engineering department provides assistance to determine the appropriate sizes for specified project types. Reach out to them at www.technometalpost.com for your next project. So whose home was that that um, had the, the vertical... The Greek pattern or something like that. I'm oh, assuming he's European. Show. But then there's also a fire pit. Then there's a the sunken uh, fire pit. The sunken there. fire pit. Then there's a pond. A pool. A pool. A pool. There's yeah, a pool it's there. A, it's yeah, a swim yeah. spa. Like yeah. So but I don't like. They just hate grass. Like there's not a single ounce of grass. Yeah. Back. Well, now there is actually. There's a little bit of. Grass. They didn't want any maintenance. That was the yeah. thing. That was the whole thing. Yeah. So the yeah. whole yard was filled up, and it, it must have been pallets on top of pallets on top of pallets. Yeah. Was, there was probably like 80 pallets. Of, of pallets <laughs> yeah, because basically yeah. you did the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Then you did. Did you do both walkways? We, we did one walkway. We did one the, walkway. The front of that one. The front of the house has the. The three walls, with yeah, the, and then one of them has the forty-two in there. Yeah, the number. Yeah. yeah, so that's all the same project. It was, uh, yeah, that's. So who's the the what heritage are we talking about? Background here, the family. Oh, they're Jamaican. They're Jamaican. Yeah, Jamaican, and she's I think she, she's Jamaican and from Trinidad. Or, wow, yeah. I would have yeah. assumed European with all that stonework. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, they're really cool. They're awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They, basically, so how did that project start when they approached Instagram? You guys? Yeah, Just that Instagram. was an Instagram. That Instagram. was our. But one did, of our it, did it start with like the plan that okay, we want the backyard done, we want the side, we want the front. They like, wanted everything. They yeah, wanted everything. They wanted everything. Done. A couple of years ago, they had uh, drawings from a landscape architect, so they gave us the drawings, and we kind of used that as our template, and then just uh, yeah. So it, sh- it. it showed where they want a fire pit, where they want like a swim spot, but then we did all the design work on the inlays and everything. Yeah. So I want to ask you guys because you probably know this more than I do. Fire pit rules. Yep. Are you allowed to have a natural gas fire pit or a wood burning fire pit in a backyard in a suburban? It, it, it all depends on where. For how far away from the home or how far away from combustible? And each municipality has their own their own rules, laws. right? So most places you're not allowed to have uh, wood open wood. Yeah, but if a gas one, a gas one, it's yeah. essentially like a like a barbecue. It's a control. So you get plane. the pizza oven idea. That's what I've heard. Like, I've heard that if yeah. you label it a pizza oven, yeah, make yeah. it look yeah. like or a pizza hot dog. oven. <laughs> even even a barbecue, like a gas barbecue, there's absolutely no difference to it. Yeah. The way it functions, the way 
So as long as it's gas, but not wood burning. Wood burning, yeah. Then wood burning, it's not controlled. But well, like Keswick, you can get away with uh, wood burning. I don't think so. It's wood surrounded by stone. Yeah, I understand. I think it's a lot of it has to do with this. this I know. I, agree. <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do with the smoke. And there's there's obviously yeah. setbacks um, for the wood burning. You want to stay. I th- yeah, from combustible items, right? Yeah, they the want fans. it away from the home. And then by the time you get an average backyard in an urban environment, yeah. Yeah. you're already too to plant it. You got you're too far away from the home and you're too close to the fence. Yeah. And so yeah. now you're stuck. So you can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, that's why lately um, we've only so we did one wood burning in Keswick this year. And that was like a huge lot and it was right in the smack down in the middle. So there's no combustible materials anywhere around it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one was well within our, within the limits. Can you park a gas fireplace outdoor next to the home? Uh, yeah. I, well, we've done it. I guess in, it's in just a, like a, a barn. Yeah, yeah, wall. yeah. We've done it in yeah. a feature wall, like a gas fireplace. We did one inside of a cabana in a, in a feature wall. Yeah. yeah. And so just vented it out through the roof. Basically like an indoor fireplace. Vented. Yeah. Same yeah. So idea. I guess I guess their argument is the smoke, right? I think the smoke is That's a big thing. Yeah. 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 But I guess just tell everybody that just check your municipal bylaw. Exactly. Right. Always right. check. Yeah. Always yeah. And check. then go from there. Because I like what you guys are doing where, and I'm sure that you saw the uptick when it came to the whole pandemic bullshit years, right? Mm-hmm. That more and more people want to get outside. Like I'm sure they're looking at that one Jamaican client's backyard going, That's what I want. Yeah. I wanted that during those years. So oh, yeah. I could have right. done whatever I wanted to do backyard and not be stuck in my box. Right? Yeah. There, was, there was quite a big boom during the pandemic where everybody huge. wanted to invest inside of their home or outside of their home instead of going on vacation. So. Well, they wanted a vacation yeah. at their house. At their house, yeah. 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 yeah, but they wanted it to last a long time, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So but we, so you, sorry? We had one client um, on, uh, in Forest Hill where they, want, they didn't want to spend time at a cottage. They're like, we can buy a cottage, but then we're going to have to go there, all the maintenance, so let's put our cottage in our backyard. And then we were, yeah. Jenna Harrell? Yeah. Yeah, that was a cool one. We did, a, we did. I don't know if you saw, we did one where we laid out a basketball, like the dimensions of a basketball free throw line. No, did I didn't it see in, that one. in pavers, it was cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was a cool one. All lights, yeah. Fire pits and then fireplace, we did as well. Do you guys yeah. get into building the pergolas as well, too? Or yeah. You, oh, so you're doing the pergolas as well? Yeah. 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 So there was that one pergola. There's one. Th- the one thing that we don't do on the pergolas is the aluminum, the wrapping. Yes, yeah, so all the capping stuff. Yeah, Just but we, we build the whole. We build you the whole frame thing. it out, get it we all prepared. It. Yeah. For that one, we use like eight by twelve Douglas fir beams. Like these were big boys with yeah. the from yeah. out west. Yeah, these are shipped. Yeah, they're huge and they we, they're we, heavy. We, well, we didn't know. And mind you, the access isn't where we could fit a machine that would kind of crane it up for us. So we had to. We created like a jig where, <laughs> where it, was like, it was like a pulley system, like a pulley system to get the the beams up onto the posts, and the posts were big too. So what the Egyptians did with the pyramid, <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically what you whatever they did, yeah, yeah. whatever they did, we did that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the aliens were helping them, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. put it yeah. all together. No, yeah. but you have to get creative at that point. We get, do, yeah, it's a lot of heavy. things. Like even like the barbecue slabs that we use, some of them are are four by eight, right? So that's thirty two square feet of two inch uh, stone of limestone, and these things are I don't know like. I had to guess 1,200 pounds. So once you get them into the backyard, in order to get them up, we got to get six guys using all their might and like yeah. various de- vary, varying degrees of, of strength <laughs> <laughs> with these guys. Yeah. Are you guys, are you guys the, the, like I, I noticed, um, are you guys the only hardscaping crew out there that's going down the electrical aisle and taking out all the conduit for hardscaping? 
because you guys are using it for radiuses. Oh. <laughs> all I see is all like three quarter inch conduit, for, which is a clever idea. It's absolutely yeah. a clever idea where you have that conduit there, you put a screw through it, and now you can create the perfect radius. And for then we can, but well, we can reuse the, that that yes. conduit. Yes. So we would, depending on the size of the radius, we just put a different hole. Yeah. So we have our initial hole from the beginning, yeah. the middle, and then whatever. Like so, we would use the same thing for. For the same circle, if you want to create two different borders, we make a hole at six feet, we make a hole at eight feet, and then you got your double line there. It's perfect. And, and then we perfect. sell it back. <laughs> <laughs> you can bring it back. There's a hole in this. Yeah, yeah. There's a hole in this, man. It's actually worth way more now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but now you can patent it. It could be like an NRI. Yeah. It's a, it's a very tool. unique This is an tool. official tool, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you guys are doing that. It's not that you're just doing the dry lay. You're doing the wet lay as well too, right? Yeah, we do a lot of wet lay. So that's all. Like, I mean, Our I, flagstone is almost exclusively wet lay. Yeah. 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 Which is not, it's all about the base, right? Like you guys. Yeah, we do our concrete this, base every time. Every time, right? Yeah. Are you guys getting into, are, are you seeing clients asking for dry lay on concrete base? Dry lay on concrete base? No. No? Dry lay on, like a. Build you your concrete base. And then put the pavers, oh yeah, and then you put like an, like a half inch of sand or whatever yeah and then mortar the perimeter have around. you guys had clients asking for that no well we have but the thing is with that is is the water penetration i don't want the water to get sit on the concrete if there's a slope if there's a slope yeah like on a like on a porch like mm, yeah i mean driveway slope but porches are not going to be sloped well, you're, oh you're thinking like a concrete yeah yeah so we haven't had too much of that but we have some projects for next year yeah where we're doing a um we're doing heated so we're going to do a concrete base. So you have to do water. a concrete yeah, base for that exactly. point. Yeah. Actually, yeah. one of the cool things now we started using is Tras with Romex. Yeah, so the Romex products, right? The Romex Tras is incredible. So well, it's what, that's um. Okay, you guys explain that because I've only seen what it is. Mm. But what is it exactly? It's a permeable product, it's a, right? It creates like a permeable concrete sur uh, surface. So how do you do? You mix it on site. You mix it on site five to one with HB or four to one with HB. So you put it in the in the mixer, put a little bit of water in. I think it's four buckets of HVB to one bucket of trash. What's your work time? <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> okay, right. There's no rush. Right? So we, yeah. we did we did we did four hundred square feet of trash underneath an artificial turf area, and we did that. It took us well, let's say a day for the base, just for the screening yeah. the base. But then it's permanent. Like you put it's it down. Permanent, yeah, it's permanent. Like it's permeable. And when it hardens, like a fire truck, yeah, it's yeah. fire truck rated, and yeah, you can yeah. still pour water, and it's gonna go it's going right, right through. through. And the cool thing is, with that, if you use the if you use the truss, you can put in one inch porcelain on a driveway, and it's not gonna crack. Yeah. So, so you, that base, yeah, is the the, and then you back butter you back butter the porcelain with uh, their it's their like thin set. It's it's what Romex is. Um, so they make their own thin set too. For yeah, that, you that do a bonds, wet lay. Yeah, that, yeah. exactly. That's also permeable. <laughs> that bonds to the truss, and then yeah, it's all it's all done in a wet. This lay. is all German technology. It's un unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, and it just they just so they've been in Germany for thirty years, and they just started uh, penetrating the Canadian market. North American, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I, I think I heard about it from you guys. I saw it on your page, and I was like, "What is this all about?" Right? It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, and like, not a lot of people know about it. Cause well, because like, if you talk to Sparky's, Romex is Romex, which is cable, right? <laughs> right yeah. So, yeah. but Romex there is it's spelled the same way, I think, right? R O M E X. Yeah, 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 right. It's the same thing. But yeah. when I was looking at it, I was going, "You guys were doing videos about pouring water on it." I didn't know that you can lay stuff right on top of it as well. You well, you, with the back butter system, yeah, you, you literally do it all in one shot. So, wow. yeah, you'll do the you'll do the. It's still kind of wet, and then it takes it takes about a day or two to harden in, in ideal temperatures, 
and then once it hardens, fire truck. You know what it's like? It's like um, old school Italian over there, the way they used to do the dry pack and lay the stones on top of the yeah. wet dry pack before it settled. That's the, what it seems is that, like. Is that, yeah, so, yeah. is that so permeable? It's not permeable, though. Yeah, this is, that, well, this is the huge. This is the yeah, big that's the point big difference, that it's right? Permeable. So you, you're doing an open graded base below the truss. So you're using for a driveway. You'll, you'll use 12 inches of, of three quarter clear compact. Yeah, and then you use the three inches of truss, and yeah. then you're set. You can yeah. put a fire truck on there, and and with the truss, with the back buttering system, it's 10 year warranty from Romex, which is unbelievable. With our harsh winters and everything, yeah, like there's no. It's flexible then. Yeah, well. I don't, yeah. You gotta cut joints. Yeah, you uh, cut you cut cut stress joints. Yeah. We've, um, so after you you do the lane, you can just trowel it in, some stress joints. So it seems yeah. like a no brainer. I mean, is it expensive? Yeah, it's a premium product. It's a premium. You product. You need the right clients. Yeah, you need the right. Yeah, client. no, but it's a premium product. It, it'll, it'll, it'll add about. It makes sense. Yeah, it'll add about seven to eight bucks a square foot. It's not crazy yeah. when you're dealing with certain yeah. stones that you guys when are you're using. using exactly. Right? It's not crazy. Sure. It's an investment for the client. Like, do you want? Then there's no repairs, and then you can just leave it and. And your warranty yeah color wise what is it is it just a one color well it doesn't it doesn't matter the color because the jointing material is completely different no no but if you're laying and i know you guys did a project where you carved out an existing pad oh, oh that's yes, that's yes, a different yes. product that's gravel binding <laughs> oh okay i didn't know yeah. that I thought it's that was, also romex it's also romex oh, yeah. also romex so the how many products do these guys like? a bunch they, well yeah. they have a bunch of jointing products oh okay i just so that comes in different colors so well no that the, the, the gravel <laughs> The what gravel, like, the gravel like, binding is just. We have any color for you, but it's got to be black. No, no, no. <laughs> the gravel binding is. is just a solution, and then you got to get your own aggregate. Oh, and that's where the HPV. So exactly. you're mixing yeah. it together. Exactly. exactly. Well, this one yeah. we used. It's from Colored Aggregates, a company, local company, and then they'll sell you the clean aggregate. It has to be really clean. Yeah. So this uh, one was like a black chip. Okay, they have yeah, they have yeah, a variety yeah, of colors. That's how. Yeah, you yeah, was so a nice you, yeah, you can get whatever you, you can do like really clean white pebbles, right? And then you can mix it with the. With the gravel binding and it's completely permeable so this was really cool what we did with the concrete because there was cracks all the way through and then <laughs> it was really unattractive so instead of and then we had there's there's an open graded base below it and plus a pipe so we knew that the water penetrates through it'll get out to daylight so all we had to do is remove the cracks so we created like a river aesthetic yeah and then we filled that in with the gravel binding yeah. So then all that water, it's, I have some really cool videos when I'm pressure washing the, the patio now. It all goes and it just there. It just disappears right into there. There's no pooling. It just, it saved the patio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They mentioned uh, yesterday they had some rain. They were over here in Burlington. They had some rain over the weekend and everything was draining properly again. It's perfect. I yeah, remember. We, we saved their backyard. <laughs> which, is, which makes a lot of sense. And I know that permeable, that word in hardscaping and landscaping is like a trendy word to use. Yeah. Mm. When they first started introducing pavers that were permeable, um, it was like, why is the joint almost as big as a stone? Well, that's the only thing. <laughs> like, yeah. go, like, You're you just guys, a bigger do, joint. You guys know any women with stilettos? Like, the, you guys realize what's about to happen yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Like, this is a dangerous situation. Right. But then they started fixing those up. And I know that yeah. Unilock now, it was it earlier this year, they introduced the, the old school European looking cobblestone, the old granite marble ones. Rules, compliance, regulations. These are super critical things. We use tools that require high safety standards. We have to meet compliance and regulations at all times, not just for governmental issues. But actually, if we don't, we're risking our own employees. Every tool requires a different kind of training and understanding of how to operate it safely. Every rule needs to be fully understood, who's qualified to do certain jobs and who's not. All these are important things we managers must take care of to keep safety high at all times. Now, getting it done is way harder than talking about it. But luckily, there's a platform I found that can help out with everything I just mentioned. A great software called Connect Team, 
which has training and quizzes that you can build in any way you'd like to make sure your employees always know how to handle a certain tools. You can see who's done a certain course of quiz, who didn't complete it and can't work with a certain tool until they do. You also have the ability for an update if there's a new regulation you need everybody to be aware of ASAP. And also an easy overview screen to see who saw it. Plus, their schedule allows you to add limitations for certain jobs. So if one of your employees is not qualified to do a certain job, the system will automatically notify you about it. The platform offers a lot more, such as easy access to playbooks or hazard reports. Just check them out for yourself. Connect Team has a free plan and a 14-day free trial. Try them today by checking out the link in the show notes. They made a, a man-made version of it. Oh, I think the little uh, Nordic cobble. Yeah, well, yeah, if you, yeah, that job. Yeah, we used it on that. Job. I was asking for that 15 years ago when I got into construction. Cool, they're because I'm your changing the, seat there, right? Yeah. I think they're changing up the texture of it, which is good. Yeah, yeah. it's really nice. I guess yeah. the problem was they didn't. I guess your. I guess my argument with Romex is they've been doing it for 30 years and it just arrived into North America now. Yeah, do you, and do we're you ever, so behind regarding. So behind. Yeah. Do you ever watch? Like what's going on in the UK for hardscaping at all? Oh, there's some insane shit. It's they have this product, something called um, Easy Flower and Joint Flow Joint. Anyways, it's okay. it's unbelievable. Like I, I don't even know how to describe it. Because they work like, with stone all the time. Yeah, but it's un, like their their installation methods are completely different. Mind you, their climate's different, but yeah, their installation methods are like ten years ago is what we're doing now. Like just getting into now, mm-hmm. and we've been doing open graded bases since we started the company together. So 2015, like we live and breathe open graded base. We don't use any. Where did you guys get all your knowledge from? Because you kind of just fell well, Since I was 18, I was doing it. And you were then, doing the homework and everything. Well, yeah, I was working for a company in the, uh, every summer. Yeah. And then I was taught, I'm going to say incorrectly, but like things that I wouldn't do now. But I would, I would, so I would be using screening and compacting the, our three quarter a bag of gravel, yeah, yeah, yeah. So three quarter crusher on, and then put the screening on top, and then we would compact it and kind of. We wouldn't even use screening rails back then. We were just like we had our our boss with the big giant rake, at the loop. Yeah, I remember that. And he would just eh, okay, guys, put it down. Yeah, looks good to me. Yeah, good. Yeah. So, but like at least from there, I got the basics. So I learned how to cut. I learned how to like. I know what's what. I knew that like the process more or less, and then I would do I. I'm one of the guys, these guys that is constantly trying to learn. Yeah. So I'm always, like, I'm part of a bunch of groups online, and I'm, I'm always watching what everybody else is doing. I want to see oh, what they're doing differently, how I can improve. So every year we're trying something new out. We're trying yeah. something different. And, like, every year, like, we just started a few years ago, started putting in our geotextiles and, our, like, using our geogrids for the our actual pavers as well. Like, we, it's... And the culture at work is, is great, too, because the guys, they'll also ask a lot of questions and figure out ways to improve our yeah. building They'll go online and do yeah. some Yeah, exactly. Well. So it's more of a conversation instead of, okay, this is what we're going to do, and this is we're gonna, how we're going to do it. Like, they'll ask a lot of questions. They'll make their own suggestions as well. How do you guys tackle, because when I was watching, are they three-inch thick stones for your countertops, for your outdoor kitchens? Two. They're two-inch, two right? Inch, yeah. And you guys are cutting them with quick cuts and yeah. also small grinders to get intricate corners, right? Mm-hmm. How do you guys start that, man? Like, that's just, like, it's insane. To me, it's insane. Yeah, we, I don't know, just got to do it. Start cut, just start drawing <laughs> it up. You guys just, come up with yeah. a line, you draw the line. Crossed. Yeah, we do a lot of measuring. We'll, we'll put the... we'll put the Nobody mess up and all of a sudden have to get another piece of stone? Like, <laughs> you guys are doing, like, no, insane... It hasn't cuts. happened yet. Well, some things you guys started doing this year was actually making cardboard templates. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I saw that with the 42. Yeah. Yeah, with the Because 42. that was really, really tight, right? Well, we had, we had some, like, intricate cuts where we had to put a, a coping... 
and it had to wrap around like a PVC pipe and around um, there was a, a post as well. So I had to put it, we made a, a cardboard template that kind of fit right into there. We would cut out a little bit more, adjust the cardboard until it fit perfectly. Took the cardboard off, put it on the stone, traced it all out and cut it and then fit perfect. Am I crazy to ask you guys to like, listen, I think I've shared this on the show where all the keys for the water supply generally end up in the driveway or right next to the driveway on the front lawn, right? Mm. Yep. But if they end up in the driveway, you'll get the lazy paver guys. No, we, we core it out. You core it out, yeah. yeah but am I crazy to talk about, can we start coring them out, tap it down a tiny bit? And put a little piece on top? You're onto something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, the only thing is, I don't know if the yeah, city I don't bylaws know. will allow I it because ah, they need to the be city. able to. Like, <laughs> yeah. so I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying to adhere it to the top. I'm yeah. saying to let it settle right on top there. So now it's completely gone and all you're seeing is a circle. I mean, and I, when you need to access it, like when's the last time you had to access your key? Never. Never. <laughs> never. No one. I've never, I've never heard of anybody. But Actually, you just, once you lift it up, I had to access you it. You would just oh, lift really? it up. I would just lift it up yeah. and then access the key. Like a yeah. skimmer, like a pool yeah. skimmer, like one of those high yeah. skimmers. Like maybe make it an inch thick or something like that. Because yeah. my concern, I guess, if yeah. you drive over it or you step on it, it's a pebble, it's going to crack, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. maybe it's almost like a coaster or some shit like that. Yeah. But I just figured that it would be a nice way to hide it. But that's that's taking it to a different level. Oh, yeah. I like it. That's like too much, but. Well, the, like the city, they. They have their hands on everything, and they have yeah. So they'll much they'll have to contact us to figure out where it is. As you stand there and you're looking at the transformer that's covered in bushes yeah. of like really <laughs> yeah. dense needle piercing bushes. Yeah. Yeah. What about that? You yeah. know what I mean? Which I've seen hydro guys going, "This is a pain in the ass," and start chopping it off with the sawzall, right? Yeah, because yeah. they have to access. And then it. you'll get fined. Uh, probably yeah, yeah because you have to rebuild yeah. or put it i don't know something yeah, happened yeah. you have to pay for the band-aids for the guy the trauma hydro guy yeah. to put it on his fingers mm -hmm. but no i'm just thinking because that's what you guys are doing i've seen you guys do like the mountains cool the sunrise with the little holes and the, fr yeah. the front step like oh, yeah. that was wet laid like i'm trying to think and also it's not only that you're doing the side walkways you're not even doing them with large pavers you're doing them with small linear <laughs> pavers and you're like y y i know exactly how long it takes to get to that point right yeah. it's insane yeah. but it's like the work is there like yeah. you see the quality so people just buy into it right yeah and more and more like there's a I think there's a reason like a lot of guys i know personally had kind of a slow season and we're, we're booking into like well into next year like did we have a lot of rain this year um, no i don't i don't think so don't it think didn't so. stand no. out yeah maybe like bursts of I rain think, i think yeah. we still managed to work we, i don't think we took a day off Maybe one or two. Well, like we would, we would pop a take. tent and start carving and getting <laughs> things ready, right? We, a lot of times, yeah, we would. Yeah. There was one at uh, Tasha's job. We set up. Uh, we after we installed the basketball net, we put a tarp, tied it to the basketball net to the fence, and then had our IQ cell running underneath, cutting in favors. You know what I used to do <laughs> with my like first year of construction, where you get invited to all the trade events, mm -hmm. and it's just the same thing over and over but it's all these pop-up tents everywhere and they have all their little products and you get all the tool brands will be there and they're showing off their products yeah the first year i was always going into the dents and i'd be like that's a good looking tent yeah. you guys want to get rid of this tent <laughs> i'll yeah, take it off your hands look, man look at this brand look at this brand new battery powered saw i don't give a shit i want the tent i think yeah. every contractor wants a tent man or even more than one tent oh yeah yeah because they come in especially in your oh, trade for sure yeah yeah yeah, we bought some shitty tents. <laughs> and you and those brands, they buy good quality yeah, yeah, tents, those right? Tents, yeah. they, they'll last a windstorm. All you got to do is just peg it down <laughs> yeah. and you're good, right? We've gone through our first well, guys, I guess there's guys that work throughout the winter with those tents. You just get some heaters underneath. That's why. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, we, we tried to do some excavation last year, and it was okay. But like, I think 
we're trying to figure out. There's a cutoff to, point. There was a cutoff. Well, we went into we were excavating in January, February. Yeah, yeah, we tried. But we, then the only thing is, when the snow melts or we have a rain, then it that fills up with fills water. up with water. Yeah, especially if there's clay, that water's not going anywhere. No, and now you're pumping. Pumping, yeah, 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 yeah. we're pumping. Which is not the funnest, especially in that weather, that condition. Yeah. And then, well, then you just got to wait till <laughs> you're going to be waiting till April anyways. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are you guys? Because I, I, I love that you guys are also integrating lighting. Yeah. Like this is, and you guys are doing it smart. Like I've seen the bad lighting on hardscaping. I've seen the bad lighting in soffits. I've seen the bad lighting. Yeah. People think they live in convenience stores sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like they have to have a certain amount of lights shining on a certain amount of things. And all you need is an open sign at right. that point. Right. Yeah, but you yeah. guys are doing lighting the way it should be done where it's just highlighting things exactly. in the evening. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. Well, we try to take lighting and we try to have a little fun with it. We did a job where, and it's like a little kind of Easter egg. We put it in a, like a little dipper. In one of our sites okay so like we went we we saw the little dipper like we like took pictures of it and we made sure it's like mathematically accurate and we put it into i the didn't patio. see that one we, yeah, really? it's, yeah, it's yeah. the same job actually the same job with the sunken fire pit we, oh, we, really, we wanted yeah. the client to be able to see the little dipper when from she looked like from, our window. Yeah, from her window <laughs> they, yeah see that's clever that's a nice little touch where was the position in that layer? right right in the back the very furthest part of the, the back okay yeah, yeah yeah i got it yeah. yeah and it wasn't overwhelming which is nice it's it wasn't no like, and and she they shoot because they play a little. We put a little basketball out there as well, like an in-ground one, and they uh, they use the lighting quite a bit. Like the kids will play till like 10, 11 o'clock, and she says that's enough light to see the basketball. The only other thing that I would suggest on that particular yard, it's got nothing really to do with you guys, is to stain the fence black. Yeah, yeah. Because I was yeah. taught that not in just my the early fence, years. but the shed there as well would have looked black like, because yeah. at night. The fence line disappears. Mm, that's that's cool. why you would stain it black, right? Yeah. And it was uh, it was John Witt that actually he does a lot of staining of decking and, and all kinds of boards. Yeah. And he's like, the moment you do that at night in a backyard, especially a tight backyard, you're sitting there, you don't see where the fence yeah. line is. That's cool. So it feels a little bit better. But I mean, if it stays PT or whatever, then you see the PT all. No, the that's time. really cool, especially if yeah. you can integrate some kind of lighting as well into there. It, and then you get like, yeah. Then you get. Well, have you ever seen any kind of like a starry night on a vertical? Like if you if you do like a feature wall, like a feature fence wall, I see, I see a lot of poor man's version of that with <laughs> yeah. the Christmas lights being hung on tree lines, and it just right. looks like Christmas lights hanging on tree lines yeah. or well, fence like, lines, right? Well, like so, uh, in light they have the, the little, uh, like the little puck lights, but they have like a little half lit over, so it doesn't beam straight yeah. into so your eyes. Yeah, so it actually it cascades so down. It cascades down. Yeah, yeah. It's not, so it's not an eyesore. Yeah, literally. Um, See, those are it. nice ideas. These yeah, are great are ideas because that adds to the value of using it at night now, right? Exactly. Well, Which for, is for her, for <coughs> Sasha, like I know she wanted to do um, composite board fencing and wanted to turn it all black and then do all the lights. It's, I think that'll be another phase of the project. That would be, yeah. Um, just it adds up. Those, those well, I don't doubt. I mean, that yeah. must have been a nice six-figure gig there because that was a good job. There was a bunch of stuff yeah. going on yeah, there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it totally. Caught, but well, it's, just even the, that little swim spa, that was shockcrete, so... It was sprayed in. What was the size of that? It's not big, but it was expensive. <laughs> eight was by it 12. eight by twelve on the interior? So is it is it a lap kind of? No, what is it? Like eight by twelve. It's like a, it's like a hot tub. It's, it's like a, a giant. They, they, can, a hot they tub. can use yeah. it. They can use it year round. Yeah, four hundred k BTU uh, heater in it. So you guys had to hide all that and run it underneath or run it around. Yeah, and yeah, plan yeah. all that stuff. Right? There's a yeah. lot of trenching in that. And then trenching, stuff. yeah, for the fire pit as well too, because you went pit. down like what two, three feet. Yeah, and everything oh, has to be separated. We went underneath <laughs> the fire pit, there's about four feet of aggregate. 
below that. So we, when we dug it out, it was actually deeper than the pool. You're creating French trains underneath everything. Then. There's a everything, sump pump. Yeah. There's a sump pump. Yeah, we put in a sump pump. Holy cow, you guys ain't messing around at that point, yeah, right? We put so a sump pump and it's it's shooting out in the swale like in the front of the, the front of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Water the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it was, our, our biggest job is getting rid of water wherever it is. Yeah. That must have been a pain. How did you guys move all that earth? Wheelbarrow. No, well, we have our, that was decent. Like it was we have tight our, on the sides, no? Yeah, so we have about, let's say, 42 inches. We have an MT-100. Okay, so you can get so, it out that way. Yeah, so we got our MT-100, the little bobcat stand behind. Our excavator, E-20. E-20 excavator, yeah, so we can got tight enough so we can fit into the back. I mean, that's a lot of excavation. We probably got, I don't know, 15, 16 bins worth of, of dirt out of there. It makes sense, yeah. And then we did that all with, like, a like a track dumper, like a KT, uh, KC-120. Um, the one with the tri tilt. Yeah. yeah. So here it comes with toys. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and they start adding up more than a sawzall, right? Like they're just like you get those toys, and then you got to maintain them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we got to maintain the them right main, now. <laughs> the yeah. You got to get them all ready for the new season exactly. yeah, come next year, yeah. which is going to happen real fast before you know it. Yeah. Even though we just started seeing a little bit of snow today. We just finished yesterday. Yeah. You what? We just finished yesterday. Or, or Last season. day. Our season. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we have to go pick up some tools actually after yeah, this. After this yeah. <laughs> From where? Where do you guys? Burlington. We're, we okay. Just yeah. Burlington. Yeah. Time to sign up for Phil, the free construction marketplace and load tracking app for developers, engineers, and all contractors working in the civil construction industry. One other thing to mention is business and facility listings. Phil has the most complete database of quarries, pits, plants, and depots in Ontario, including all of the big names. So, if you're looking for concrete, stone, asphalt, whatever. You'll be able to find it. You can also add your business listing or claim it. It might already be on the map. Sign up for free on the website at www.getfill.app. That's www.getfill.app. You can also search Phil in the App Store. So I know that you mentioned uh, you guys like the IQ, the saw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very user-friendly. You can teach anyone to use it. It's very easy. That, exactly. So that's the thing. So the, with the quick cut, there's only a, one or two guys who can really work the quick cut really well. But you, to balance it, yeah. So with the I, <laughs> <laughs> but the IQ, anybody can go up there and just slide it, slide it. Is it really dustless? Like, uh, that's a funny to story. A certain extent, <laughs> well, it's like dust hyphenated less. It, it's it's very it's way less dust. Okay. It's yeah. way less dust, and if you're constantly cleaning and the filter and you're cleaning the the canister of all the Bin, dust, yeah. Um, then yeah, it's it, good. It, it was it's. It's way better, and uh, you know what? Like even just a little bit of help for the for our guys, um, it's huge. And especially in the job site in the back, we don't want clouds of dust for the neighbors. No. It, it helps a lot. People oh, think yeah. that makes for a great Instagram post, right? As they're walking through the cloud of smoke and yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little bit of COPD. Yeah, get yeah. get the Milwaukee light behind me. I need some backlight behind me, so it looks a bit like, a, right, yeah. look like a warrior coming out of the the trenches, right? I did, I, I did one of those photos. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody does one of those posts. Carpenters do it, sawdust. You guys do. It with all kinds of <laughs> concrete yeah. dust and everything like that but no I, I i like the machines but I, I i agree with you it's a it's easier to use yeah so people yeah. get it what's the width of it like how big of a stone can you work on that 24 inches 24 huh? yeah yeah so the width, 24 lengthwise the width i think you're you're kind of what's on the on the, on the, one on the side, outside yeah the arm right yeah yeah on the arm side you can go as long as you want but on the one where the actual you're limited to what 16 or so I think a little less. Yeah, less, a little less than that. that. Yeah, yeah. But you just figure out your cuts. Yeah, you just you just do one way and then you just flip it and you do the other way. But it's like it's rare that we're cutting 
stones that big with the IQ. If it's a really long, big stone, just cut it with a quick cut. But like little, little pieces for using like a cop thorn or like little town like hall, town hall. And yeah, we just yeah. nonstop drew miters, miters. It's perfect. Oh, it's beautiful. Pool, pool, man. Co- pool copings. It's yeah, perfect. It's beautiful. Yeah. Cutting the um, the hex into the town hall was yeah. a lot of IQ work. Yeah. Oh yeah, I oh, saw yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah, there was that one as well. Yeah, because that's just intricate shit, man. You guys yeah. are just small, little. Well, it's, I, I, I respect <laughs> it because the thing is, early in my career, I, I had a stone fabricator teach me that anything you can cut with wood, I can cut with stone. Mm-hmm. There isn't a single thing that I can't do that you can do with wood that I can do with stone. Yeah, and that's exactly what you guys are doing. So yeah. you're not you're challenged, but it's not stopping you. I from love the challenge. Cutting yeah. it. Yeah, like yeah. we can cut that. We can figure it out because yeah. there's tools like you said, core. Uh, small grinder, the different size blades of grinders, right. the quick cut to get the bigger. And there's pieces. so many yeah. cool, like even polishing tools. If yeah, you want to get, like yeah. really in in depth in there. Like if you want to get in the crevices and make it really sharp, there's awesome tools. Outdoor kitchens, what are they like? I mean, what's the ideal stone to use for an outdoor kitchen? For for the fascia, for the fascia or for the top, like what do you guys recommend? We, we use people? we use two inch uh, natural stone counters. We're not worried about heat transfer or any heat shock. It's going not on. combustible. Everything is. But the, but you're not getting like the, the no no the no. barbecue is never gonna get warm enough that it's gonna affect the stone itself never. and the stone is too thick that it's ever gonna yeah, well mind you yeah. we're using so there's when we're using our outdoor kitchens we're doing it with Yukara uh, Unilock Yukara so they have a structural block and it's a two inch yeah I saw that there. is that new it's f- no it's been it, around a while a little while yeah so you you have an interior block course that yeah. has ribs on it yeah exactly. and then you're putting on the finished course hanging onto it that's yeah. pretty much all we use now for any kind of like benches, outdoor kitchens. It's also very user-friendly as well. Like once we pour our pad and everything's level, you just put the blocks on, you mortar the first base, and then anyone can go there, stack blocks, and then anyone can go in. No, don't, don't say anyone. <laughs> only, only professionals can. Well, our, our, our guys. The, the way guys. that we yeah. teach yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and hardscaping guys that want to improve their, their portfolio can do it. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. I don't want DIY. And it's super customizable. <laughs> so where we did, only we were only able to do this with this product, like that, the... The Versace, yeah, that's <laughs> and, exactly. And it. then the numbers, like we, like we, you just put your without gluing it, you put your fascia unit on, you draw everything out, and then you take it off, you cut everything on, and you just put it back in. Everything just sits yeah, perfectly. I saw that. It's really which cool. was really smart because if like how else would you have done that? You would have well, to have laid it out on the floor, yeah, yeah. on the ground, yeah. yeah. This which is, would have been pain, it was huge pain. It never goes in the same way. Like everything on this is perfectly even anyways it's this is the by far our favorite product is that what they were going after the versace because me i looked at it i wanted suvaki like (laughs) was i wrong is that not the greek pattern well we i rocco had just got married in italy this last year okay so i saw when we went there i saw i was taking pictures of all this different (laughs) stuff and we went to the vatican the vatican (laughs) we went to the vatican and all this beautiful artwork everywhere and Everyone's looking at the sky and the walls, and my my face is just on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. yeah. oh, where can we put this? Yeah. <laughs> patterns everywhere. That so you many can patterns. Out. Out. I know. Vatican has great hardscape. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all old school. Oh yeah, that's all granite, marble. Yeah, whatever it is, it's fucking yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Limestone, it's marble, marble. Well. marble. Yeah, it's yeah. marble. It was funny when we went to the Colosseum. Like everyone's. Looking like, oh, it's so old. I'm like, how do they cut these blocks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back then. It was unbelievable. They didn't have IQ. Yeah. They didn't have they IQ. Didn't no. have <laughs> well, the guy, my, our, our, our guide, he couldn't answer me. I asked him like 10 times. So how do they cut There's it? There's no way he <laughs> had that answer. He, well, he goes, yeah, but he goes, 
forget that. Look how beautiful this is. I'm like, no, man. Tell me how the fuck they cut <laughs> that. Done. I know. I'm yeah. the exact same I, way. I, yeah. So I guess what they were using, they were using a lot of sand and water and like a, an abrasive blade. And I can only imagine, like it was a handheld, like like a two person, like a piece of metal. That's how they still cut large blocks of marble. Yeah, but this is mm. doing it like two thousand years ago. It's unbelievable, you know. Yeah. And they have, I think they have like a hundred thousand blocks in the Colosseum. It's crazy. You imagine yeah. being that's your job. You go to work. Yeah. And you don't even cut through the first stone. Like that takes you all day long and you have your Yeah, you got like an inch. Them. You get like <laughs> one inch, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden yeah. the bell's done and you're gone and, and you go it. home and you're like, we'll get back at it tomorrow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Can't wait to finish that six stone. Months, six months, you got one block done. Like, yeah. <laughs> I guess the feeling of joy after that's one done Man. and installed, you're like, oh, wow, we accomplished a lot. Have you ever been there? It's like general. No, I, I've been to the north only. Okay. Most of the north. It's cool. It's yeah, it's it's cool to see. Just walking around, even Europe, you're walking around certain buildings, and the keystones yeah. are like just the stonework that they do. Yeah, even the the walkways are still done out of the little. Well, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. That's, yeah. What I, that's where I got the ideas. Like I saw that design there, and then after I had installed it, our client he goes, it's Versace. <laughs> I said okay, oh, <laughs> yeah. right. and then I looked at the Versace purse, and I'm like, "Fuck, that's a, that's Versace." Yeah. <laughs> so what's the difference between the Versace? There's no and, difference. That, and, and it is the what, Greek. It, it's the same. That. It's, it's the that. same thing. Yeah. If it's blue, but then that one, what color was that? That was black. It no, was no, it was like a we use a composite, uh, like a louver, uh, like a two by four board. Okay. So they use them for for louvers to. And oh, you're we, using wood on that. Yeah, that was it was wood. a composite wood. Yeah. Like but the 42 is still stone. That was limestone, a piece yeah. of one piece of limestone, the 42. How did you maintain the edging? Because obviously when you cut that, it becomes white. You polished it? to no. It's inset. It's inset, but on the very edge of it, though, were you guys polishing the, the very Well, corner? no, it's inset inside. Like the So the the Yukara sits a little bit further out. Oh, so that's why so it hides the side yeah. of it yeah. at yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that, those are fun cuts. So who came? Yeah, no, but I mean that's not that's a tricky cut. How long yeah. did that cut take? Forty five minutes. No, in forty five minutes, I took one, and then our Kevin took the other number. So I took the four. Kevin took the two, and we have yeah, we did a time lapse. It was really cool. See, I was watching it, and I was going, I get it. You guys in the two, you cut the bottom, you cut yeah. the long on the angle, you cut the radius on the top, and then mm -hmm. you tackled the inside corner. Right. And the whole time I'm watching the inside corner, I go, this is where it's going to break. <laughs> if it's going to break, right? Yeah, yeah. And it didn't break. But I mean, like, we all been there. But where the, it's four, like, the four was trickier because the four has the inside triangle. The inside triangle. So I had to use concrete drill bits. To, to get, get the four, three the, points. The three points, yeah. And, and then, then how did you punch? I, I, so the, the thing with the cuts like that, the front is, the front is what matters. The back doesn't matter how it you looks. You can go from underneath. So you can go yeah. from, you turn around, you yeah. fucking destroy car, the back. Car, 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 car. If somebody saw what the back of that number looks like. <laughs> Just put mortar in yeah, yeah, yeah. But you mortared it in, didn't you? The glue. Glue. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. you guys use Portuguese luck. You're using PL, right? Uh, well, we <laughs> use, there's the, yeah, there's the. <laughs> that's yeah. Marcelino. He, that's his. That's not mine. He's a hardscape guy as well. Portuguese, Portuguese luck. luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's the go-to now. It's just because it makes sense because it's it, never going to go anywhere after that. It's strong, yeah. It's strong. I guess the next level is that you get a client. Can we backlight it? LED yeah. it. Well, we thought about that afterwards. And then we... We put in the work? electrical That would work. It would work if you did the half-inch, I guess, space. Mm, yeah, we'd have to... Uh, we wanted... Mm. We, we would make the two a little bit smaller and then put like a, like a rope light Yeah. in there. Yeah. And then the only thing with... With things like that is if that rope light 
goes out or yeah <laughs> yeah that's i see big, it all over social well, that's media that's the thing with like with the in-ground lights the ones that we use they're just so easy to replace yeah you take it out there's a take, little tail well it's just you unplug yeah, it you unplug it and put the new one in it's super yeah. easy that's yeah but, it. but when you're talking about like uh like the the wall cap lights in like a mortared craft or step step lights on flagstone yeah those get a little tricky we get we're a little hesitant to uh use them in certain applications here's a question for you guys because i never even thought about this but the temperature of light for exterior use are you still using warm or are you using natural daylight which is colder we're using more of a warm a warm tone yeah yeah because at night you want a bit of a a, a yeah. golden hue to it yeah. you don't want a blue hue to it yeah we try yeah. and stay away from something that looks like an airport landing so like yeah 2700 so it makes sense to stay warm on the outside yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i never s understood homeowners that went blue inside the house yeah, it's a, it's a lot. <laughs> it's like an office. Every right? retail and office <laughs> uses yeah. blue. Yeah. Every home should be using warm. Yeah. 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 I think I think 2700K for, yeah, that's, uh, that's is around warm what number. we like to use. Yeah. And then you get into commercial when you walk into any commercial establishment. And yeah. uh, right, it's going to be like Costco. 45, 5,000 or something. Yeah. 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 Well, Costco's are like oh, sodium know. vaping sucking <laughs> life out of you. With your sunscreen. Yeah. Get to the sunscreen aisle to get there and then put it on. Now we're ready to shop. Let's go shopping. No, you guys are you guys are doing really good work, right? So is, has there been a challenge yet that you guys haven't, like you scratched your head and go, fuck, how are we going to pull that one off? Yeah. Which one? Well, recently, <laughs> well, we went back a few times. Rocco finally fucking nailed it. <laughs> Last time we went there, we, we were trying to put in, um, so we did these floating natural stone steps. Oh, jeez. So we did, we did oh, the natural. hard. No, we did, we did the natural stone steps. We wanted to make a floating aesthetic, and we did it. We, we nailed it. So we did so hidden risers, right? Well, there's so the natural stone step. There's six inch steps. Yes, and then the f one inch is is inset to the point where it looks like it's floating, one inch. Okay. So the way we did that, we built our first step, and then the second step, we we built uh, cinder blocks, and then have them sitting an inch above the initial step, and then put the next step on that's six inches. So then you have a one inch hidden gap, like a cavity. So we wanted to put lights in that cavity afterwards. So we, and then we were figuring, trying to figure out all these different ways of doing it. <laughs> went we, through a lot of lights. <laughs> went through, like, we, we knew we, with the product we wanted to use these rope lights, but like we couldn't. Oh, it was. It would have been really easy if we could, if if the client let us just drill into the cinder block. But he said, "No, I want the lights to kind of shine down from the top step." I know exactly the look he's looking for. Yeah. 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 So, but you can't. How'd you get the, the starting point? I don't fucking know how you did that. Oh, the starting, well, the starting point oh, is you we, guys yeah, put a hole in the we wall. Put a hole in the, we put a hole in the wall beforehand into the garage. Yeah. So yeah, that and that got you the beginning point, but how did you get into the actual step itself at that? Without well, we, yeah, we, we would tuck it around. Uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, we found a way. It was actually worked out really well. The only thing is was how to adhere it to the step. It's to the step. Portuguese luck. Portuguese luck. Portuguese luck, yeah. Yeah. So but like the, it was just a matter of like holding it in place for like a day until that Portuguese luck kicked in. <laughs> yeah, I had to, uh, I actually bought a soldering kit because I had to mend the lights to make it longer. So uh, Yeah, that becomes a trick at that point too. Hey, it's fine, I learned how to solder. <laughs> there, so there, you could solder, could, were they offering that you can crimp them? Some of uh, them you can crimp them. It came with the crimping set, but it didn't sucks. work. It, it didn't work, sucks. it wasn't holding. I so with the, it. yeah, with the solder. You crimp you it, you do exactly how it is and you're like doing it over and it doesn't work. Yeah. Infuriating, it took me so long. Yeah. And you're cutting the next one and then you're like, <laughs> yeah. by the time you get to yeah. the end, you're yeah. like, yeah, I extended it two fucking inches, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So soldering makes a lot of sense to do at that point. Yeah. Because I can assume like clients just want more of these little, make my home a little bit better than my neighbor's 
It yeah. definitely did elevate like the way that it looks. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a really cool aesthetic. It just looks like at nighttime they're floating steps, natural stone. Like we haven't seen this before. Yeah. So we wanted to give it a shot. Like I, I had an idea of how to do it. It was a little trickier in uh, in application, but um, we, we nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Rod, and then Rock when, he, when he, he kept going back to the site, <laughs> and, like, and I call him like, "Did you get it?" He's like, and "He's like, I don't want to fucking talk about it." <laughs> <laughs> And then finally, he like there was like a few weeks ago. He's like, fucking got it. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, a lot that's the thing with us. Like, we like we keep going back. Like we want. Like there's no giving up with us. Like we're gonna find a way. And like we're gonna lose money on it <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Are the kids yeah. doing? The, they're doing the same thing, right? They're kind of contributing, coming up with ideas, right? Yeah. 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 Well, we're kind of uh, maybe not to this particular cause, but like, yeah, they're definitely like they're definitely problem solvers on site. So they'll they'll figure out different tricks and they 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 like the problem solving they enjoy yeah. it it's, it's fun for them as well. You guys did the um, what's that product again the the permeable Romex not the Romex the other thing that was trash trash right binding. yeah you guys did it with squares and you did the two inch borders all the way around it, it was mm-hmm. was that a walkway oh um, I don't know which I'm not sure which. it was a project I can't remember which one it was but it it was squares of stone okay and then you put that permeable stuff around it and it was a bunch of squares it was almost like that classic i guess english driveway where it has the moss or it has the grass in between okay but instead of the grass you guys put that that stone inside of it why well, I, I don't think so i think we just those were pavers that are inside of it oh, i thought it was, no i thought it was the actual you were trawling that on there and then you were washing them all that's what i, I was on the same page just looking at it but i'm pretty oh. sure but no. you gotta show me <laughs> maybe the turf but i mean maybe the turf because we did uh no not turf he's it's like squares, you know the you know. The, it was the, squares, and then it was probably a two or three inch. Like it was a, a pattern. Like there was just a bunch of squares, and then it had the black. Um, that same material looked like the same material. Oh, maybe wow. one, maybe we do. <laughs> maybe one I of our older no jobs. <laughs> but I mean that that I actually like that look of having yeah. those driveways with those squares with the grass. Yeah. Right, but that's just yeah. a pain in the ass for you guys to do that because now you got to maintain the grass, or it makes sense to do that that product. Yeah. With well, we we would do it with turf. Yeah, we would do it with turf rather than grass. Okay, but then you got to build a base for the turf, right? You got to ra- you got to raise it up on the inside. After you put the pavers in, you have to raise the the in yeah everything in between yeah. And then you have to and then ideally if like we would only be using trash now for something like that, so then you can just glue it on. I'm pretty sure you guys did it with the trash, man. I'm pretty sure it was the trash stuff. <laughs> so I don't know. know. You know your page better than I do. <laughs> well, I, ca- I guess not. I, <laughs> I want to ask you guys about uh, maintenance. Contractors, it's time to empower your business with Shelta Tech implementation. Shelta is offering a free meeting to tackle your biggest pain points head on. Their goal, to develop a custom company app that's built just for you, solving your pain points, streamlining your processes, making your workday smoother. Here's the scoop. There's a $15,000 digital adoption grant available and Shelta is an expert at helping you secure it. This isn't just funding. It's your stepping stone into a new era of digital efficiency. By your second meeting, you'll get a tailor-made company playbook, a software prototype designed with your input, project tracking, real-time budget management, and daily logs all integrated into a single app. It's tech that works for you, not the other way around. Shelta isn't just offering tech. They're offering transformation. Join the community of 93 subcontractors who have already stepped up their game with Shelta Tech. Two meetings, countless opportunities. Ready to make a move? Visit Shelta.app. Let's pave the way to a smarter, tech-driven future. Shelta Technology, custom tech solutions for the modern contractor. 
Because you build all these beautiful things, right? Yeah. So uh, is it worth sealing everything and telling clients, don't use this, don't use that, don't start pressure washing that? There, there's quite a... There's, there's a whole conversation. There's a course. There's yeah, an NRX yeah. course oh, after it's all yeah. done. Well, we give them pamphlets. You have to, We right? give them yeah. pamphlets of how to treat, how to take care of your product. Like one of the main things is just just get a little leaf blower and just fucking blow it. It's like the grass clippings. The, they don't yeah. take care of the grass clippings. They can end up on the interlock and they'll say, oh, uh, there's weeds growing from underneath. Yeah, that's the thing. Like people don't understand that <laughs> leaf stain, leaf stain. Yeah, it's it's well, now now that we've been using this perm, the permeable like the resin sands, um, like we're not getting any kind of penetration. Like with poly, we would get a lot of problems. That was our main callback with poly sand. Yeah, it starts to break up. It starts to wear over time. Two years down the road, you got little yeah, gaps. Yeah, we, so that's the it's thing with, with the resin sand. It's a huge difference. It's like night and day. You can just power wash it like, thing, right yeah, at the joints. Yeah, that's it. Takes three thousand psi power washer to it and it's like it's they do studies like it's crazy and, and it, it won't change its color either it doesn't change the color it's permeable like it just drains right through well, what what's it's kryptonite like there's got to be some like yeah the price <laughs> <laughs> well it's worth it though if you it's don't so have to worth worry it. Exactly. About it, it is so shit. worth it it's so worth it but like for a typical contractor who's using d just based on volume they're not gonna first of all it takes way longer to install too the guys want to be in and out. They just put some poly down, tamp it, wet it, let's get out of here. But this, it's a process. Plus, instead of spending, uh, let's say, 30 bucks a bag for the poly sand, yeah. you're using, you're spending about $100 container, which is about half the product of one poly bag. So you're talking about a 600% increase in price yeah, for, for the joining. Yeah. And then when you're bidding on a job with a client, you have to explain to them why they want to exactly. invest so much if, more. Especially if the client's getting, like, we don't really come across this as much anymore, but we still do. We still, like, we have competition, it's, even whether they sit tell us or not, but they're getting other quotes. But we can't, when they say, you know what, this other company came in way cheaper, we're like, we have to sit down and explain, well, we're using this. They don't know. They don't know what it is. They're like, okay, well, for me, I just want to sand it. Okay. But like we're using but here are the drawbacks of sand. Well, here the no yeah, I understand. Me. But they don't. They don't. My, my neighbor just got it done. I love how it looks. I'm okay with that. I want it to look like that. Right? They it, just don't want to spend the extra money on it. Yeah. But at the but by the time you've spent so much money on the stone and the installation of the stone properly, yes. What's that extra cost? Whether it's six hundred percent more. Well, we just we just put everything into our initial price. That's what I figured. Like now, we right? we just tell people this like, is hey, your hey, number now. This is our yeah. well. This is our number to before you start. Like this yeah. is what we're doing. There's like we don't. There's no negotiation in terms of our practices. Uh, this is how much we're excavating. We're not going to excavate less. For you, just so your number goes down a little bit. This is how we do things. That's it. Yeah. Okay. You want the job? We can do it for you for this price. We don't really. We never negotiate anymore. Like this is, we're very very fair with our with our quality of work. And mind you, when we start really really pricing for those designs, <laughs> then <you> know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we also don't change the price. Like we'll come up with designs during the project, but we don't change the price. Like this is what you're going to pay. This is in the contract. Uh, if you want us to do something nice, we'll do it without any charges. Yeah, well, eventually they'll be charged. Eventually, to a certain yeah. extent, yeah. because at yeah. some yeah. point, you eventually, guys yeah. have to still <laughs> well, operate a business that's Yeah, so we'll, we'll find like a little cool thing to do that looks really good for social media. Because it's honestly, our social media has been really good for us. That's what I feel like it's, it's really kind of helping us get projects. Uh, and hopefully we're going to start, well, we're starting a, our YouTube channel. Right, and we're so you can start seeing a lot of the techniques that you guys are. Yo, yeah, so the yeah. YouTube channel is going to encompass everything. It's going to be like a full. So we already start have all the footage for a few projects, and we just have to edit all together. But these are going to be longer format uh, videos. So we'll have uh, from the beginning, from us uh, getting to the site before we excavate anything, what we're doing, 
how we're doing it, uh, little tricks of the trade. School's in. Yeah. yeah. That's what's going to yeah. be. Yeah. Right? So, that, so, and then eventually we want to, we really want to monetize that. So, makes what, a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm surprised you guys haven't been approached to do any kind of uh, sports logos or. Well, like, me too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just surprised. I mean, like, I, yes. I well, I don't, I, I don't think enough people, like, they, we're, we're getting, they don't we're getting really, there. That's an option. They don't probably realize yeah. that. They don't yeah. even know about us like those those companies they're 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 going to know about see us. me I, I see 42 and i'm like jackie robinson yeah and, all of a sudden I'm thinking <laughs> baseball i'm thinking blue jays and then if you're doing blue jays you got to do leafs and then all of a sudden you're going down now like raptors you're gonna yeah that's it right yeah that's that's i would love that that would that's, be a fun market yeah. do be, they make the stones in the colors that you need oh well, unilock i'm sure will will make a dust off like <laughs> yeah, if, if, pull out yeah this. if we tell them that hey like the mlsc is looking for us to get some pa blue pavers like well, i'm sure that they could pull we'll it do off. a run yeah yeah they will we'll we'll do do they, run, if you sure. look they, they've done custom custom products of all these crazy different colors for commercial sites um things like i'm like what the fuck did you get this paver like, <laughs> you guys are too young to realize but you, you remember unilock's very first paper right yeah, we we're just working with squigglies it. yeah we have it they still make that <laughs> no 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 still sell it <laughs> no they oh, don't we're moving it <laughs> yeah. well we're moving parts of it yeah okay on the job that we just finished yeah the yes whatever so the, i was the chevron x yeah, i was showing my guys i was like hey guys this is this is history this is from 1972 yeah every mall entrance that you would have walked into <laughs> yeah. had this the toronto zoo has it the toronto zoo still has they it they still have it yeah unilock they make a post every now and then hey check out the toronto zoo it still has and it was always that salmon color was it like yeah a, it was like a, a pink it was a weird color yeah. Yeah. i think it came in two colors well, i don't know i don't even know <laughs> I don't know. I don't and know. it would fade a certain well like the first product when i so 2006 when i first started i remember unilock like i remember very well we yeah. were using the three different sides the th it was the old village pavers and it was like a we always have the little twinkie that that was like the original twinkie that actually looked like a Twinkie, yeah, so we would call, yeah. So we were, hey, pass the Twinkies. We and you go there and you would order the product and be like, I want a bundle of Twinkies, and they'll know exactly. What about. <laughs> yeah, so that's when I started, and then so that was a three size combo, and that's everybody had that. Everybody had that's it. how it, that was what it was like to do papers. Yeah, that I haven't it. heard the term Twinkie in ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen anybody install it today. I'm sure there's companies. Man, there, I'm telling you, all they're these producing there's them. There's way there's ways to like reinvent them. Like even those original papers, those the 1972 ones, the originals. I'll find a way to reinvent <laughs> it. <laughs> you guys didn't you guys do a job where you had square? I'm gonna guess maybe 14 by 14, and then you chopped off the corners. Oh. And you, 16 by 16. 16 by 16, and yeah. you chopped off and put in the black the Nordic dots. Cobble. Yeah. Doesn't Unilock or somebody now produce a product with already the cutoffs? Like the, it's all set up the pattern. If they do, it's only because that we did it first. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I watched you guys did it, and all no, of a sudden, I haven't seen it. I, I've seen. Yeah. I swear, I don't know if it's them or somebody else, but they've actually produced now, so it's done. It's all factory finished that way. So huh. now you not, not Unilock and not Block. I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. somebody has it now. Okay, you're gonna have to show me. I don't. I don't know where I saw it, but that it would have across. saved us a lot. Of time. I know because you guys were cutting it. I was like, why don't you just cut these things in the corner? Yeah. Because it makes a lot of sense. It was cool, yeah. man. Yeah, it was. Uh, took a lot of time. We did a like probably like fifteen hundred square feet of that total. What were you cutting? Like two inch on a diagonal to create. What was the blocks? The, the square blocks were the four square by blocks four. Were three, yeah, three and three and three quarters by three and three quarters. Okay, and yeah. then so yeah, you're cutting. No, you're cutting three and three quarter then. Yeah. Because you're doing four stones around yeah. it, each yeah, side, yeah, yeah. so yeah. three and three quarter you're oh, cutting. Yes. Or whatever, you cut it well, four inches yeah. to make space for yeah. it. Yes. 
So yeah, and the would, real challenge is try to figure out if you can get the water key to line up and right on those stairs. No fucking way. Change in pattern. Move the whole pattern. We gotta go this. Your driveway is gonna be into your neighbor's lot. I gotta start over. Why couldn't you just put it in the center of the big one? Oh fuck. No, that, that that's how you guys the wheels are spinning. You guys are constantly yeah. thinking about the best way to roll this out, right? And, yeah. and every every job is so different that we actually get to. And flex people those like well, that that one project. People were asking us, why didn't you just create put it on your IQ saw and then cut all four sides with that? And I'm like, you don't think we tried that? <laughs> the, the, the physical <laughs> effort yeah, of tur- picking up and turning yeah, it, yeah. and then just moving it so it lines up perfectly. Yeah. So we yeah, just yeah. we had it was a, it was a great system. We had one guy just marking, throwing it on the on the ground. One guy cutting. We were using two different saws. We had like the little battery powered DeWalt saw, and then we had a regular demo. You know how I would have did it? Tell me. I would have created a stone miter box. A stone miter box. So you put the stone in, yeah, and you have the groove in the box on the sides, mm. and wherever you drop the fucking saw, it's always going to cut what you need to cut. Huh. But how would you rotate it? You would have to manually Take it out. rotate it. No, you create a miter box that has the four corners already open. Okay. And now you're just going oh, I see. with just the guy oh, to the wood. Well, yeah. if you want, we have a job for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 52, man. I'm not stones. Just I'll innovation. I'll take the Twinkies. I'll install those, okay? <laughs> just give, give it, make us miter boxes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> consulting I'm and miter thinking, boxes. You guys are basically coming up with ideas that you can use what other people are using that makes sense, yeah. right? We get a lot of ideas from, like, I'm looking at your wall. I'm, I'm going to install that. Do that in stone. Uh, yeah, I want to. I would love to see that in I'm stone. Dying, I'm dying. Like I'm, I'm, I've been looking at it for. You got to make the joints tighter, though. I'm going back to the stilettos. No, no, no. <laughs> the women will like it, right? So yeah, yeah. We'll put yeah. some Ecofine in there. Oh, yeah. solid. Totally. Yeah, it gets so really work, hard. Right? Yeah. But you're going to have to chamfer each side. Yeah. No, you can't chamfer the stone. Or get Unilock to mass produce a chamfer. <laughs> yeah. They don't make chamfers on stone. No. No. They should. Mm. That would look nice. A natural stone. Yeah, I know a man-made thing. stone with a chamfer on it. Mm. Well, I, I want to do this. this do it. Yeah, that looks really cool. Oh, the copings. Lisa's copings were chamfered. Yeah. Yeah, they do have... By hand, you guys did each no, one? No, no, no. no, they, no, we, no. Bought, okay. we bought them like that. We did pool copings and they were... Yeah, the Unilock, they have um, their Umbriana pool copings. And they were chamfered, not rounded? Not rounded, just chamfered at the end. At the, just at the top, yeah. yeah. harder to... It's really nice. Yeah, it's it, but it's like tapered a little bit, so there is a bit of an edge, so it's not sharp. It's not sharp at all when you climb up. I just think if you're it's drunk and you slip, oh, you slip. The round's gonna yeah. feel a little <laughs> less painful than the chamfer. Yeah, maybe. Because well, it's, it, I guess both are better than a rock face. <laughs> <laughs> that would hurt. Either way, you're in yeah. the emergency room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just don't drink and pool. That's yeah. all it is, yeah. right? Simple as that. Mm. But no, <laughs> yeah. I know you guys are. That's what I like about it. So it's good that you guys are becoming a teaching kind of place where. Kids coming in, you want it. Yeah, you want, we, you want to inspire them to try to come up with new we ideas. We love that. Yeah, we we love when people see our like take our ideas and and kind of make it their own. We love that. Do yeah. clients after you guys are done? Do they kind of Vanna White the house? Like they come out and they're standing in front of their house and they're hoping their neighbors come out so they can come out and have a conversation with them. Well, yeah, we we we. We announced it with a megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on all the doors. Uh, you guys want to come take a More look at this? More door knocking? We put up garage sale signs all over arrow. the neighborhood <laughs> to this house. And then when, when they get there, like there's no garage sale. But look at our job. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a guy outside of our job site now just flagging people over. It's, it's a hardscape uh, sale. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah, it's totally. That would work. Yeah. People guys, would be like, what's going on? The signs just being flipped everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no any police guys? Police officers? With the escort? So for like a... 
God. No, you could just park a cop car right there. Oh, and yeah, the lights yeah. going on. Everyone will come out of the yeah, woodwork and yeah. all of a sudden, what's going on? Look <laughs> at the drive. <laughs> look at the walkway. Look, look, look at the number. With a fake fake stretcher. No, man, it's creative that way. I love it because now you get clients. Like I'm assuming the conversations get once they get past the number, they get inspiring, right? They, they oh yeah, yeah. We, yeah, yeah, they're like, what about this? What about that? We we, we're, we have really good initial conversation with clients. We've got really good at that, and we do it together, and we like really feed off each other. And the cl we can see everyone gets pumped. I, I, I get I get ideas right on the, off like right there when I'm there. I can like oh I, maybe we can do something different here. She's like, and I, I guess they're. Th they thought, oh, I thought we were just going to do like a regular thing, but this is going to be really cool. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be different. I'm sure you guys walk into homes that are. This show is brought to you by Payne's Window Manufacturing. Window shopping revolutionized. Seeking top tier windows? Look no further. Payne's Window Manufacturing is the ultimate choice for custom builders, contractors, and homeowners. Visit www.paynes.com now to experience the pinnacle of quality and customization. Get your instant custom quote today. Elevate excellence with us, plus enjoy nationwide shipping across Canada and the U.S. Do they ask you, what do you think? Like, you'll walk into, let's say, 6x6 PT chamfered steps yeah. or framed. Okay, yeah. And some sort of unlevel like yeah. stones inside of it or whatever, or right. broken up flagstone or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. And you walk into, like, that. you guys walk into a mess to begin with, right? Yeah. And then you got to explain to them how you have to, pull things back yeah, yeah. and get to a certain point to start yeah. things all up again. Well, sometimes I, I walk into a backyard and I would just, I tell them because of the different slopes and how they had done it beforehand. So I'm going to rearrange because we try to create as much usable space as possible. So we, yeah. we have to put a, an extra wall somewhere here further away from like, they don't even understand that that's a possibility. They, they think that their current footprint is what they have. And they, they don't understand that with a few modifications to your yard and creating a couple walls and a couple spots for drainage, you can have a lot more usable space in your backyard. So when we talk to them about that, that's a really big thing. So, like oh yeah, for, for example, um, on Hilltop, what we so on Hilltop. Oh yes, yes. She had she actually had a, a an architect, landscape architect who I don't know. Like sometimes they're not. They're not ideal. They know and how to draw trees. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. There's, there's a disconnect between <laughs> practicality and then theory. There is a huge disconnect, and like, and there's also a disconnect of like they they have their in their mind they have this one product that they will put on every single one of their designs because they've worked with it. So that's many all they use. It's I just know, the same but shit. That's same not shit. the objective. Yeah. yeah. So what? So and then she she showed me the drawing and it she put these steps in like the stupidest spot. And I said, <laughs> well, we can like let's just put in a different location and then where the, your current existing, where the steps are supposed to be, that could be more patio. And, she, and then she was like, she couldn't believe it. She was like, <laughs> oh yeah, okay. She was, I, she didn't understand how we could do it. And then once we figured it out, once we did it, she's like, oh my God, like it's, it's sh it should always be like that. Yeah. I got a challenge for you guys. If sure. you guys ever come across a client, mm -hmm. figure out how you can do a postless pergola cover. Like a, well, that's the go-to, right? Yeah, so yeah. you go to, but you can walk into Costco, mm -hmm. and you can buy the biggest one you could possibly find that has that one big arm. Right, and it's got a foot that's bigger than Bigfoot, right? Mm -hmm. Because of the balance thing. Yeah. But I've always tried to figure out how do you pull off a postless pergola because pergolas are never, for normal people, big enough to accommodate a good-sized table for a function. You're yeah. always going to get out of a chair and hit the post. Right. 
and you have four we, we chances. We started to looking into these. Uh, what yeah, was it? Toja that makes those. Toja, yeah, yeah they yeah, make but the you brackets. Still need, you still stuff, need posts, but you that. still need posts, right? No, I know so you think completely about completely postless. Well, if you if you anchor it, the the wood, like you 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 need two posts. You need two posts. So and if if you put in like we'd have to get a fabricator to create like the arms for us. My first thought would be to use um, a glue lamb beam, okay, and probably the expand it the width of the the backyard. And your anchoring point is at the fence line now. And then okay. you're breaking off of that beam to, mm. to hang your roof line now. So mm. now you literally are just, yeah. it's almost like a sail that just sits there. Yeah. But it's a structured sail, right? Mm -hmm. That's just some craziness that I've been I like it. messing yeah, around that's cool. with. But that's the first thought that I can think of. The glue lamp makes sense because it's exterior. It's never going to. Structural, yeah. Yeah, it's structural, yeah. right? And then you just, as long as you, yeah, you need one pick point. But the go-to is that one on the side pick point that arms in, mm -hmm. and it's limited on the size. Yeah. Of it. I think the biggest one I've ever seen is 12 by 12, maybe, mm -hmm. at the most, right? But it still had that one arm. And I guarantee whoever sits at that corner is always going to hit that base. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, unless you make that, what I would do is, on, if a pergola like that, I would create, between those two posts, I would create a feature wall. And I'll put a TV there. So you're not, yeah. you don't want to be there unless yeah. you're watching TV. Yeah. That that brings up a good point because I you know how they do they still make exterior TVs? Yeah. Yeah. There's a company called Mercury, I believe. I know, but the picture's shit. Well these ones are they're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And how expensive are they? Expensive. Yeah, they're expensive. Yeah, but like what like uh, even at my house, I have an outdoor TV that I leave out outside. Direct got, sun? Like <laughs> direct sun. Well it's in a cover. It's like an it's in a little Amazon cover. Yeah. Amazon cover is forty, fifty bucks. My TV's like that one's like three, four hundred bucks. I put it off my, I have like a Tojo grid style pergola and I put it like a, the mount is, is like a vertical mount. Oh, so you bring it down. Yeah. So it comes down and it swivels all the way around. But it's protected. You're not, and I, I joked about the sun because UV kills any TV. Well, it's not really, well, it's protected by the cover. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's exposed to all elements because I have a retractable roof on my pergola. Okay. So I, I, I leave it open for the, for the winter. So there's no snow accumulation yeah, on top yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just exposed to all the elements, rain, snow. You leave it's it just, it's right there right now. Huh. And it's just in this, like, I, I got really nervous last year because I left and? it out all winter. And then April came and I turned it on and it was fucking perfect. <laughs> the yeah. cold doesn't do anything to TVs. Man, as I far as I know, it's just sunlight. I didn't know. I, 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 to be honest, my wife kept telling me, put the TV inside. And I said, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> and then April came. <laughs> and that was two years ago. I don't need to take it out. <laughs> yeah. And then April came and I told you. And yeah. you turned it on and it was okay? It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the cold does anything to it. Yeah. It shocked me. Anyways. Yeah. yeah I think TVs. Like, you I, don't need to spend the money to get this waterproof exterior no. TV. If you build a structure that protects it somehow. Yeah. We, we've done, we've put in the TVs on a lot of our structures. Everybody wants TVs. Yeah. Together, we like, right? we like it. Like it looks cool. It creates like another like another atmosphere, like another living room, essentially outside. A lot of the kids, like they're like, they get bored at night. They want to go inside. And now you got a TV. It's awesome. Which is great. Yeah. It's awesome. And plus sometimes in this winter, it's the same way that you see motorcyclists in the winter months riding because they keep their bike out just in case. And then they get that one warm day, yeah. one day yeah. and they boot out there. It'd be the same thing with the TV. You'll get in the backyard and watch yeah. a movie on a, exactly. on a warm January, a warm February, yeah, right? Yeah, you got a hot tub outside. So why put it out? I wouldn't bring it in, but I wouldn't buy the expensive weatherproof No, TV. that's what I'm saying. Like You buy, like you go either get the really expensive or really cheap. <laughs> so I, I, went, I went the really cheap route. I'm not gonna get like a nice OLED and leave no, it outside. No, no, it no, works. I mean, like a shitty, like a shitty. But you're little experimenting. You're you're R and D in it right now. 
Yeah. That's all you're doing. You're mm-hmm. figuring out how it's going to work out, how yeah. long it's going to last. And so now it's going through. So far, so good. now it's confirmed. Now it's confirmed. Yeah, but you heard it here first. And you'll be staring at it, and the snow will be going horizontal, and you'll see it just hit it, pelt it, right? You're like, yeah, <laughs> it's not a Cybertruck TV. You know what yeah. I mean? It's gonna have all these dents in it or something. But yeah. no, it's I, I love that you guys are always challenging shit, and I can imagine the conversations with clients and and moving forward, and they get jazzed about it. And then, oh, yeah. but how do you sell? You guys are not nine ninety nine. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not a cheap price for the quality of the work, and the material is really expensive. Then the toys are really expensive. Yeah, the whole overhead of running a hardscape business is expensive. It's a lot. Yeah. How do you guys sell that to clients? Well, a lot of the time, our clients are referred to us, so we don't. So they already know they're, what we're already sold, into. and then we just have to close. It's um, good. Yeah, mo- yeah, like all of our jobs are pretty, pretty much pretty much referral. either that or Instagram. Like that's that's it. And um, then they know. When I say no like, marketing, I mean no. No, which is great. No it should be that yeah. way, right? Yeah. yeah. You only yeah. do marketing just to get ideas out there that people haven't heard about your ideas. Yeah. Simple yeah. as that. So when you finally do the Blue Jay or the Leaf or the Raptor, you'll share that. That's your marketing. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Right. But like, yeah, but like we've like our followers have grown like a lot in the past year, twelve months, from like a thousand to like we're almost at seventy five hundred now. Nice. And I, I feel like it, and it's growing like really quick now. So we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting there in that sense. We got to do uh, the 12 questions for you guys. I think I covered all my talking points with you. I don't know what else I want to know from you guys. I usually get people in here and I pick their brain for ideas that I want to pile off. Yeah. And see what you guys are thinking about ideas wise. But uh, anything else you want to share? No. Uh, no, just the YouTube stuff. It'll be, yeah, so we're, it'll be this time next month. We'll have a YouTube channel. Like okay. in January, we'll have in a January, YouTube channel. You, get it and you guys got to yeah. build the, the content name? right what's now, the right? Name on the YouTube channel, NRX uh, Landscaping. Is there an underscore? Uh, if there has to be one, yeah, I kept it the same as our Instagram. So NRX yeah. underscore Landscaping would be our YouTube channel. And I, yeah. I like because we before you got here, I was Rocco was mentioning why the NRX, right? And it's Nick and Rocco, and then the X is the variable. Yeah, it's the variables, the clients, it's which the, is wicked. It's yeah. a wicked idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that because there's always always changing, and not, not just that, but it's always a collaboration. Yeah. Like with the client that we always need to know what they want as well. How many crosses were there in that job? In which cross? In which one? Well, there was a cross, the front porch. The flagstone one? Yeah. yeah. So there was the main cross and then there was a cross on each end of the cross. Five. But how oh, many crosses? Five, that five times over. Five times over. Yeah. Then the stones that were in the field had to get cut to accommodate the cross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, I get jazz about that shit. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you guys are making it custom. That's one. Yeah. Get going on the next one. That wasn't 45 minutes. Nick calls me. He's like, no, yeah. that one. No, that one was. That about, took a while. Well, each each cross, the whole kit, we'll call it a kit, was about like an hour and a half for each guy. And then me, about half no, a day, almost a day's worth of. of just well, yeah, for between two guys, that's yeah, one guy. Yeah, an hour yeah, and yeah, half. yeah. You we just get, set up a table. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Done. We're kind of a little bit Red more like, all over the place. Oh, is it all just one custom? <laughs> one guy goes one way, one like no. No, we 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 each, t- we each take a kit. So I'll like I I'll do one, you do one, and then I'll I'll explain to Kevin or like this is how I'm gonna do it, and like, I prefer you do it the same way. <laughs> <laughs> Rocco and Nick here from NRX Landscaping Inc. Six four seven six two two one four eight six on IG. It's NRX underscore Landscaping. Info at nrxlandscaping.com and www.nrxlandscaping.com and on Facebook and soon to be on YouTube. You guys ready for this? Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite construction word? Favorite construction word? Word. I like the sound of miter. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> miter. Yeah. Miter. Mm. E R or R E? R E. R E. 
Yeah. We're Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> I'm French too, right? Yeah, so. it depends on, depends on who my audience is. My dear. <laughs> uh, what is your least favorite tool? Two-man auger. Two-man auger, yeah, that's oh, a good one. Oh, man, those are the worst. My first thought is flying. <laughs> yeah, two-man auger. Flying. And, we, well, and also, like a, and also like a handheld rototiller. <laughs> little R. Kelly and augering, man. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> or a trencher. Like a, no, like uh, a manual oh. trencher, like a handheld one. <laughs> like, a, like a one. We have a trencher that we put into our, our mini skid steer, like okay. an attachment, and that thing's amazing. Okay. But like if you use like a manual one and if you hit a lot of roots, uh, it's it really shit. Anything, hit a rock, hit a root. I think they should have augers, eh? Like I don't think Denim. they... Yeah. No, Not it. necessary. Yeah, just make <laughs> helical piles a little bit cheaper. Let them do it. Yeah. They never, they never go flying. No. They never go flying. What construction sound do you guys love? Construction sound. The construction sound? Uh, what construction sound do I love? How many oh. quick cuts you guys have? No, I don't like that sound. I know. Really, I like the we, I like the sound of an idling quick cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not one that's ramping up. Nope, I'm no. out of there. <laughs> uh, we quick cuts like working. Any ones? sound? Work, any sound? No, how many do we? You ask how many? Do yeah, we yeah have? how many quick cuts, you guys? Working ones, <laughs> like, like two. <laughs> we have a lot we of parts. Dozen, but <laughs> yeah. Two yeah, yeah, we have about a dozen. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, we had about a dozen. They're all stills, right? And no stills and and husk seven seventies. Yeah, yeah. I heard Husqvarna's are better. Uh, actually, you know what? If I use a Husqvarna for a week, I'm like, this thing's the best. If I use a still for a week, I'm like, this thing's better. Yeah. Battery ones? You guys have battery ones? Yeah. Dewalt. Okay. Dewalt. I like there? that one. I like uh, the little Dewalt. The Dewalt one's good. One. It's yeah. great, man. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's a smaller blade, more interesting. You get you get really nice radius cuts with a with a smaller blade. It's a little tougher with a 14-inch blade to get like a like an 80 to get a foot. proper cut. Well, yeah, if your circle's like an eight foot in diameter, or, or yeah, in diameter, then it's it's a little bit trickier to get that. But cut. the battery, yeah, battery doesn't last all day though. No, but we got a bunch of batteries. You guys have a bunch of batteries. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, hang on. What's what sound do you guys love? Well, well you like the idling yeah, of, like the, the, of the quick the cut. Idling, like the well, you honestly, it's it's it happens at least once a job where a, the client will come out and be like. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I can see that more than once. What's your favorite beverage? Alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Anything. Anything. I used to love we Diet do not Coke discriminate here. The World Health Organization said it causes cancer. You like what? <laughs> Diet Coke until I heard. I, don't, I can't tell you the last time I had any kind really? of. Really? No, I like I, coffee. I love coffee. Yeah. I'll just have a coffee. What turns you on and off in construction? On is creativity. Uh, off is other cl other contractors who cut corners and make the industry look bad I really makes me oh upset. man yeah 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 like our client recently they had a contractor that they hired uh, then he fucked off on them took the money yeah we took we yeah we took over this last con project it's it just like ruins over. so where's this guy right now we had a we, we had, had a, a private, private investigator <laughs> call us asking if we know him because apparently yeah. he he didn't pay for his tool rentals that he had borrowed made to do this job. Anyways, we didn't know. <laughs> I thought you have to pay up front when you do the two rentals. He gave him a credit card and that oh, was not. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, I guess other shitty contractors. Yeah. What's on? No. Yeah, what turns you on creativity? Oh. I like uh, I like I, I like Instagram. No, I think he likes organization. I think that's what he loves organize. Yeah, I do like clean. Yeah, he likes clean, <laughs> organized, and like like an organized job site. Like an organized everything. job site. Like even like the inside of the company. Like even I the like paperwork. Everything. Is yeah, like he does all filed that stuff. and nice. 
Yeah, it's he, important. He deals yeah. with the clients and like all like emails, and yeah, yeah his rapport with clients is amazing, and okay. uh, it's very organized. Yeah. <laughs> How do you guys answer the phone? Like, it's always loud. He oh, I'm not always on, on site. site so okay. Yeah, even if it is, I'll just walk to the Someone's truck. It's like you need a church bell, eh? Attached to the phone. <laughs> yeah. For it to go. What's your favorite curse word? Uh, <laughs> I always say cocksucker motherfucker. <laughs> it is one word. Yeah, it's a cocksucker motherfucker. But I'll like, if I fuck something off, like if I break something, I'm like cocksucker motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can see it. You can see it in his face. <laughs> Yours is the same. What's your favorite vehicle in the entire world? Uh, I like I like my boxy cars. I like them like a G class. I like my bikes, my motorcycles. Which one? I have an F zero seven. How many plural? How many bikes you got? Oh, I only have one. one. Oh, okay. I thought you like bikes. my goal is to get seven. <laughs> one for each day of the week. <laughs> no, no, oh, do you have, you right? I got one. I got. Oh, I had two. I sold them both. Why? You need the G wagon. Well, it's, well I, don't, <laughs> I don't have a G wagon either. <laughs> No, honestly, it's so dangerous, man. It's crazy. Yeah, the bikes aren't dangerous. The people around yeah, the bikes dangerous. are dangerous. That's okay, dangerous. I've been in my share of, but oh, I'm yeah. still here. But yeah, I will always love bikes. I don't like yeah. Vespas. I don't like scooters. I like scooters too. His dad oh, a scooter. His yeah, dad, they're fun. Is that grocery his, shopping? That his, his dad used to wear. He used to wear like knee plates so that when he would go really low, his it would oh, when he was sparks. at the track. It would create sparks. That's on the track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, not on a Vespa, like on a, on a sports <laughs> bike. No, no. If you could do that on no, a Vespa, but <laughs> the like whole dropping area. Yeah. <laughs> he went from that to like he had he was he had like a little doggy backpack and he was on his Vespa with like PCX one fifty Honda. Yeah, it's cute. That's yeah, to get a few hundred kilometers on it. Yeah, that makes sense. What do you guys miss from your childhood? Um, Honestly, sleep and like not working just. Just summers summers yeah. when you were a kid it's not like that summers were <laughs> no there's like no responsibility just fucking watch tv You're like oh man i love watching i just know not a worry <laughs> what profession other than your own would you guys like to attempt i know off mic before we got started you're a teacher as well too right yeah which yeah. is great yeah. so but professional wise me what, you I'll, you know, what really like it's wild to me is the, the guys that do those crazy woodworking i love that the guys that do and even like those uh those guys that make those awesome tables, like those resin tables, mm. like that stuff is cool. Especially yeah. if you can do something really unique with that. I want to somehow incorporate that into the hardscaping stuff with like that gravel binding product. Mm. So if we create, that's why I was trying to get that river. That's where I kind of got the idea yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. So I want to cut in rivers and maybe put in like uh, like broken glass, but like not that's touching the surface, but just to create that kind of the coloring kind of yeah yeah, and, then, nice. and then cover that yeah. with like a, a permeable resin it would be awesome. I think you've. Is it UV protected now, epoxies? Or are they, I think there are, the guys were telling me. Yeah, well, even like, yeah, so the, I think you can this use gravel binding, yeah, this gravel yeah. binding stuff is, is it, it just coats the product, right? And then it's, that's what creates, it doesn't, it's not fully solid. And that's mm. all like uh, resin based. Yeah. Well, you guys never get splinters. <laughs> mm, yeah, well, we work with wood, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. about to say, yeah. With, yeah, we get splinters. Yeah, yeah. you still get splinters. I want to be like, like, I don't like know if bending you wood kind of carpenter. like bending yeah bending wood That's or like cool. creating like uh, I know Joe Rogan mm. and uh, he's got at his at his comedy um, club he's got a table that the guy took it out of a big log and he cut it down into a table with like a, a like an alligator coming out oh I saw that yeah That's I totally fun. saw that That's <laughs> insane so crazy I know <laughs> so what would cool. you I want to be a yeah a skilled carpenter or a musician. I think that's funny. Two stone guys <laughs> want to get into wood. <laughs> I, I hey, it's grass like, is always greener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what profession you guys do not want to do? Profession? Yeah. Uh, 
Explain that one, dude. There's nothing that comes to mind? No, there's a lot. Um, I guess, I like, know. sanitation. I'm not into it. I don't know. I think I... You'd be yeah, you get into the sanitation department. Cleaning, man. I'd love to clean. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sometimes a, I see the plumbers it's online. The, it's the Filipino in him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Sometimes I see the plumbers doing cleaning, like, Unclogging shit in restaurants or hotels. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> right. Do that one, man. Yeah. I don't want to find out what's going to be blocking anything there. Yeah. Right. But they do it. They love it. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> so what's yours? No, you don't want to do. I don't. What I. I don't know. I don't think I'd be a good TV host. No. Nah, <laughs> <be> okay. <laughs> TV host. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think. I think Van is still working. You could turn letters. You want to turn letters? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Last question: If heaven exists, what would you guys like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? I was gonna say you're wrong, <laughs> <laughs> but I forgive you. <laughs> Let's sit down. We gotta talk. <laughs> what? Uh, I guess uh, maybe an explanation. <laughs> Let's begin. That kind of idea. <laughs> yeah, okay. Guys, how much time do we have? Pleasure having you on the show. Thank yeah, you so awesome. much for making yeah. the time, and I'm glad we snuck it in between snow and yeah, I've had a yeah. lot of fun. Looking yeah. forward to see what's going to happen in the spring, and new ideas are going to come out there. and And let me know what else you guys are planning and shit. Love to come by and take a look at it sometimes. Awesome, yeah, guys sure. and shit. So thanks so much. I appreciate it, man. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. All right, thanks. We're out of here, Angelina.